I really ask myself, like, <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah, yeah. And then more times than that, I say, congratulations. Mm. Congratulations. For taking that leap of faith. What's up? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, we back. It feels so good to be back in this space with you, Eric. It does. You know, I'm happy New Year, baby. Happy New Year, happy y'all. New Year, 2023. We in here. We in here. We are back. We are excited to return every week. This is the Hung Up Pod live show. Yes. And uh, I am I- Tony Purnell. <laughs> I'm your homie. I'm your brother. And I am your friend, other known as the light worker. You know, just shine mm. a little bit like wherever I go. It's a lot of light in here tonight. Come on. Now, this is what this is what I'll be talking about as far as the lights. Oh, is this a... The producers, these are the lights, lights this is that I'll be talking We're about. We're in a different space tonight. You know, um, give it to me. Uh, y'all, yes, y'all know the space is a little slightly different, but... Just a little slightly different. Same vibe. Yeah. But same who? home, different room. Same home. <laughs> different room. I like that. <laughs> What's up, I y'all? Like I'm Eric, aka Life Coach Eric, aka Tennis Bay, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's so nice to be here with you. Yes. Welcome everybody to Welcome. another week of Hunger Pod Live. We are your happy hour duo. Your happy hour duo. Speaking of happy hour, mm-hmm. little birdie told me we have a happy hour special coming up, but we we're not gonna say too much. Oh, I'm gonna say we we going in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said we go. Okay, we going in. Okay, but yes, oh, yeah, just yes, be on we the lookout. We we have coined ourselves as your favorite happy hour duo, so mm-hmm. you know we, we think it's important that we follow through. Absolutely, absolutely. So just be on the lookout for us. Remember, hit that subscribe button, turn on those notifications. Absolutely, and um, you'll see us every Monday at seven. You know, you know that, that I'm glad you brought that point up. Hit the subscribe, turn on your notifications, hit that bell. Okay, and you know, you know, you know what to do, producers. Okay, hit that bell. We want y'all to be up to date after our winter break. Because it's full steam ahead now. Okay? All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. How are you, Tony? I feel good. What space are you in tonight? What's going on with you? Well, uh, you know, um, this weather, I'm not feeling, I hate the rain, you know, sugar melts in the rain. So (laughs) I'm not trying to. Well, sugar, to be specific, (laughs) because some of it is bleached. You know, but brown sugar lump up a little bit. You know, you know, it don't all melt, but that, you know, that's, is that what happens? Because the older we get, molds just be popping <laughs> yeah. up out of nowhere. I think that so. Brown sugar just be lumping up. I think so. You know, that? but yeah, I, I don't like the rain, but we here. We here. Really? No, I hate it. Would you believe I'm like the total opposite? You like the fucking rain? Is that what it is? When the rain is, what you know? just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting him because he always do this to me. I have not done this to you, this this episode at least. Well, 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 well I'm, I got ahead of you. Nah, when I was a kid, I was always, whenever it was raining, I was outside playing with rain. So, like, as an adult, I do appreciate the rain. Okay, still. cool. Okay. Rain down on, on me. me. Let your love just fall like rain. Oh, Eric trying to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Not me, you know, don't be having me full of weight. Any, no, no, I love it. I love your voice. You got are a you, good throat. Are you? Done I really you? do. I love it. Um, so, are you done with your check? Let, yeah, let's do our, our favorite segment. Can um, I do my check in? You're not gonna ask me how. I'm oh, doing. oh my god, oh. Eric! You know we had. It feels 
We were just together. We was. I will we ain't been. That. We ain't been in this space in a while. Forgive <laughs> me, Eric. So how are you? How you doing? We, we coming back. It's, you know, yeah, we got to get back into the swing of decorum, things. Order, decency, and in order. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I just. This is that time of the year. I feel like when tax time come around, it's the same time that I pull out my resume. I always tell people, this is resume shape-up time. Mm -hmm. Don't wait until you're looking for a job. Me and Keith, like, we were talking about some shit before the Mm -hmm. camera started rolling. Mm -hmm. Don't wait till you start looking for a job to spruce up your resume. I always tell people, start of the year, put that resume out. You about to put it out. Go ahead and update it. Because this is the time. People are looking. And then I think, again, in the fall, it's, like, prime time. So, at least here in Philly, I believe so. So... Did you set any new year goals for yourself? Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm, so new employment, new job. I don't want to say all that because you never know. It might be ears in the cornfield, but I'm gonna just say, you know what I'm. You gotta. Oh, you never know. You gotta. It's, it could be prospects out there. I think a lot of us get comfortable in our positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Um, and you know, for all you know, you it could be better out there for you, better pay. Mm-hmm. You, you just never know. Just because you're in a good situation, don't mean you can't have a better situation? I, I agree. You never know. I always strive for a little better. That's all I'm trying to do in 2023. Thank you for checking in. I appreciate you. Thank you, you for allowing you know. me to check in. I, I almost forgot you, but we we, we, we back. We got to get back into this. We've been going for a little bit. You know. How long has it been? Well, six weeks. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's been a little bit. We'll thank be back. you all again for keeping up with us. Mm-hmm. Remember, subscribe, hit that notification button. Yes. And so we can... We miss y'all. We got live, the live audience is all the way live tonight. Like, like they up in here. What's up, y'all? Rain or shine. We're going to represent. And this mm-hmm. is the type of love um, that yes. has constantly been pouring out mm-hmm. to Hunger Pot Live. This is and the so, community. We love y'all. Community. Thank y'all so much for your support. Fine ass mm-hmm. niggas. What you say? I hope, say it loud for the camera. Fine ass niggas. Oh, okay, okay. Everybody. All right, fine. In the whole room. All right now. Um, let's go to our favorite segment of the show, our hung-up hang-ups. And if you don't know what a hung-up... Oh, oh, come on, Mark. You know, oh, this is our favorite segment. We're going to have our little special music, the hung-up hang-up episode, the segment of our episode. Um, when you hung up, I'm feeling it. I'm on, like, cloud, and I'm hung up. But when I'm hanging it up, it's like, bitch, moving on, next caller. Okay? When we talk about, oh, I'm hung up, on this thing, I'm lifted up. When I'm hanging up, cut next. Come on for being lifted. Okay. And so we're gonna we're gonna give y'all a couple hung up hang ups and you we're gonna tell y'all what we feel like tonight. Yeah. So you ready to get into that? Yeah, let's one? start. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So we will drop the video so y'all could a little snippet so y'all can see at home what we're talking about. Complaint. So instead of you bringing me my food or answering the phone, you decided just to keep it and eat it. Give me my food. The one that's open too, I want my drink, I want all that. I did try to look for you. No, you didn't. I did. I, I, I screen recorded the whole thing, sir. I- this first video went viral. This young woman um, literally rolled up on her DoorDash driver, tearing her food up. And she proceeded <laughs> to wear him out on camera. And she recorded the yeah, entire did. incident. Give me my food. Give me my food. The stuff that's open too, give it to me. Yes, she did. Are you hung up or are you hanging up? You know what? Actually, um, I'm hung up. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a hung up. I'm a hang up again because I think she should have dragged his ass a little bit more. How so? One, uh, he was he was one of the cousins, you know, of the lighter um complexion. Yeah. And I, 
Yeah. I don't, did they did they show her? I don't think they show her in the video because just I, her hand. I'll be just her hand. Okay, so she was she was one of our cousins, but yeah, sure. it was the other cousins. Yeah. I think just the mere fact that that long, she should have dragged his ass even more. <laughs> I was like, oh no, she ain't do she ain't do the most. I want her to do more. So I'm hanging up on that. I, I want a homegirl to drag him because had it been one of us eating their fucking food. Excuse me. Yeah, eating their fucking food. I'd have been like, oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> so, no, I'm hanging up. I wanted her to drag him more. I'm hanging up too, Tony. People were in the comments like, yo, why would she take the food? Why would she continue to let him eat? It's my shit. You open that? Oh, give it to me. <laughs> give, me no, give me that too, right there. No, I'm not going to eat it. And my drink. You're not going to continue to That's eat what she said. the stuff that I paid and for. And my drink, give it to me. I, she was I, like, you were just there. If you was hungry, why you ain't get something to eat? Like... And you're not answering my calls, my texts? Oh, you, this why? Because you eat my shit. Outside our house, like, what is wrong with you? He Hello? Outside our house. And parked. What the fuck? But. What you said? Hello? Shit. Well, let me ask the audience, like, to me, this shit happens more often than we probably think it does. It probably did. How many times have Uber Eats, somebody pick up my shit, and then miraculously, the order is canceled. Mm -hmm. But you was just on your way. Mm -hmm. How to order? Like, because they that? got hungry along the way. They got hungry along the okay. fucking way. And this whole shit with the bikes, you pull up in a damn uh, Caprice or a fucking Chevy Tahoe or some shit. It's not a bike. Everybody say they riding a bike. They not registering their vehicles. Uber Eats. Y'all need to like, come on. Order drivers. Somebody else getting out the car. It'd be three people in the car mm -mm. dropping your shit off. No, that's why you got to stay strapped. Absolutely the fuck not. And I need my food all in the bag. You're not hand If you hand me a cup that was just sitting in your cup holder, that you could have just easily... Like, no, I'm not drinking that. I need my shit. Shout out to McDonald's because they will put all your shit in the bag. And seal it. You could barely get in that bitch. Hello? Oh, yeah. I don't, I see Look, I don't know. You like the girls eat McDonald's? Listen... Every time you support McDonald's, you are supporting black businesses. The buns and the muffins come from a black-owned bakery. Yes, they do. I did see that. It's a family, a black-owned family black, bakery. A big ass. In long time, they've been doing so, that. Just so y'all know. Yes, they do. Yeah. All right. Shout out for the first hang-up hang-up, you know. Thank y'all. Come on. <laughs> the Black Business Bureau. The BBB. Not the better. The Black Business Bureau. Wow. Okay. So you, you ready to get into the next one? Oh, I... Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about this last second one. All right, so let's we go we're gonna go here and roll the tape. We'll be right back. Invited me out on the first date, which I don't even know I'm from a can of paint. He wasn't my type. But he took me to Putt Shack. We um and that and that was really, really fun. Uh, we was putting, had some little mini golf, you know. It was cool. I was the winner, of course. Look, boom, 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 Malik, you already know. And then he took me to City Winery. Um, City Winery was cool. Uh, they had some really good food. I, I ate, um, they had a live band. Then I ate some duck taco, I mean, duck quesadillas. And that was cool. We smashed our burgers. Them burgers was fire. Then we had some wine. And then he took me home and then we started painting. And it was really, really cool, but wasn't interested. He had to go. Not my type. So tell me, you hung up or you hung up? The, the audacity. The caucasity, actually. That was, I, I was so hurt. I was hurt for homeboy. Like, what? Come and to me, it was a good date. Like, he was intentional about planning out. They, they had multiple activities. 
They went from different one place to the next. They did some painting. They did. They ate, but you know, burgers. That shit caught me off guard. He told me to watch to the end. I said, "Oh my god." Let me tell you something. What? The internet was not having it. A lot of people were just like, yo. He got dragged too. Oh, shit. Oh. Now, that's why I said the caucasity. Because that sounds like some white shit. So, you, let's even blow the boy's face out. Like, for, for the audience members who don't know about what we're talking about in the room, who has not seen the video, you want to you describe the video? <laughs> yeah, so this is a viral video. Um, I don't want to say, I don't want to mispronounce his name, but he's one of the OnlyFans girls. Malik. Malik. I, wonder, I was going to say Malik Joseph. Mm-hmm. Malik Joseph. Um, he posted a video where he went out on a date with someone. Mm-hmm. They had a really good time. Um, mini golf. They did a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. And um, he got to the end and he was like, yep, not my type. Moving on. He had to go. <laughs> he was like, that's it. Enough. What'd you say, Ricky? The problem was, he said in the first 10 seconds, you know, he's not really my type, but I want to date. Did y'all catch that? Did y'all? The first time he said it. But we're going to continue and see where this goes. And what, what you say, Francis? You got something to say? Hang on. Oh. What was your comment? You're not even that cute to be acting like this. Hello? I felt so bad. I felt bad. Oh. What'd you say? Somebody told me that. That was so foul. You were shaking your head. I thought you heard me. Okay. Um, it was. It was messed up. You know, I... You, and then like I see a video afterwards. What you say? Like, people just entertain people. You, you know you don't I like this guy. That. Yeah. Exactly. You posted it? That's probably and, what usually happened. And Malik should have like, dragged... I found this guy in the group chat with my homies. He took it a step far, uh, further to get clicks and likes. And I don't, I don't, I don't think that worked out too well for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we hanging up. Oh, he about to be. Well, we, we both hung up on that shit. Hanging um, up. Hanging up. We hanging up. Again, you know. Well. And like we said, that was your favorite segment of our show, the hung up and the hang ups. And we were both hung up. I'm mean, hanging up today. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But if you have a hung up or hang up or a suggestion for a topic, please email us at hunguppod at gmail.com. Right at the bottom. Click this link. Email us right here. Okay? <laughs> All right, Tony. Well, you ready to move in? Because we have a special, special guest tonight. Welcome to Hunger Pod Live, Jay Latang. Jay Latang, come on! Oh, Thank you so much for having he me. Look he look good. good. Yeah. He look good. He look good, don't he? Yeah. Y'all do too. Y'all What's up, Jay? What's up? Welcome. Thank you so much Thank for you being so much. here with us tonight. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I, I mean, I'm feeling good. The energy's flowing. Everything's feeling good. I feel like I, you know, I should be like eating something in my mind. I don't know why. What you want to eat? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to eat? <laughs> There's options. I mean, see options. I'll take the options. I'm, I'm, I'm always the room is plentiful. Okay, <laughs> the room is plentiful. Go where the table is spread. Oh, oh my lord! And the feast. <laughs> no, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, I definitely uh, appreciate being here. Yes. So I can't wait to chat with you guys. Yes, it took you long enough to get here, but he has made <laughs> it. You know, all my, all my life. And when we fun. saw Jay in the club, this was last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Jason the seed was planted. It was, it was, yes. The seed was planted. I want to be on the show. Let me know. And you've been down. So thank you. It's just awesome to finally have you here. We're mm-hmm. looking forward to talking with you tonight. Wonderful. Well, I'm, I want to say to the uh, happy hour duo, um, yes. I'm extremely proud of you guys. And, oh. and, you know, the sky's the limit. And so we just have to all uh, push each other and, and celebrate the wins. So... Yes, you know what? Yes. Thank you so much. I, I really that means a lot coming from you. You know, I told you we we don't know each other for a very long time. You know, but before we get into that, I want so we introduce you. You know, just from how the world sees you, how would you introduce yourself? How would you tell the people who you are? Gosh, um, mm-hmm. I am. My first name is Jeremy. Uh, last name is Taylor. I am Jay Latte uh, Entertainment. Um, I'm an MC, uh, or hype man, as some people would call it in some parties <laughs> or some areas. I'm one of the best, by the way, one of the best on earth. Yeah, um, I am a DJ. I uh, love music with all of my heart, every piece of it. Um, so many genres run through yes. my mind. I love them. So many. Yes. I, can, I can't even uh, name them right off the top of my head. Um, I'm an investor. I uh, definitely uh, deal with some stocks and cryptocurrencies and mm-hmm. NFTs and real NFTs estate. is so really people. interesting yeah. to me. I may have to pick your brain about that. Let's do it. We can chat. Okay. Uh, I'm always, uh, I tell all my friends and people that I know, like if I see something, I'm like, you should really buy this. You know, I'm like, I bought it. I think it looks like it's a good trajectory. Yeah. Um, and I, I always spread the news when, when I can, and especially when people want to talk about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also uh, a respiratory practitioner, which yeah. is a uh, mm-hmm a big piece of my life, uh, over 20 years working in healthcare. Um, and what that is, is I specialize in the lungs and codependently the heart and many other organs, but that was a big piece of my life. And that's kind of, um, how I started doing anything about caring about people and, and wanting to do things for people. And what did that mean for me? Absolutely. So, um, that kind of, Evolved into uh, Jay Latte Entertainment as a part of that structure. And where can where can the people find you at on social media? You can definitely go to my Instagram at Jay Latte J A Y L A. Uh huh. I say J A Y L A T A Y. You can also check me out my uh, website at com. I'm also on all the social media everywhere you can find me somewhere um, from Twitter to. Uh, TikTok to Facebook Bigo. to Bigo. Yes. Is that how you say it? Bigo. Bigo. Because <laughs> I, I, you know, speaking about Bigo, it's be too fucking much on the screen. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot get it. It's like an it. arcade yes. game or something. I'm like, I want to push the shit. I'm like, it's, it's so much happening on the screen that the fuck, I don't forgot what I'm talking about. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Yet. I don't see you in action on Bigo. I was like, I'm loving off this shit. This shit is making me. Oh, busy. you seen them in action? Oh, yes. Yeah. I yeah. said, oh, no. Okay. I can't. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we need you just be talking. Up. Okay, so Rihanna. Yeah, so you have your own individual page. So it's like you are you are you are your own entity on Bigo. Basically, you have your page, and people come to it to watch your content. And so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I joined like at the top of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and. Um, then I ended up with like 11,000 followers and then I'm like doing a morning show daily, doing a DJ set every morning. Um, it's quite 
profitable. If anybody looking to make some money, just you know, talk to me. I can connect. Oh well, you. we might need to. But um, in the beginning, especially during the pandemic, it was. I didn't even realize like there are 450 million people on this app all around the world, and people are making money everywhere. And for this app, most people don't even know about it. Millions, hundreds of millions of people have no idea that the app even exists. Yeah. And people are making a living, literally making a living, just working on this app. They do their shows in the morning or in the evening or whenever they do their shows and then other little things on there. And speaking about the screen, though, it's a whole gaming app. Like yeah. in real life, it's really a gaming app that kind of evolved into mm -hmm. other things. So that's okay. kind of why the screen does a lot oh, of that. Okay. That makes um, sense. Yeah, but it's based in Singapore. It was in it's an Asian owned company. It was Chinese owned and then uh, some Singaporeans purchased it. So okay. um, awesome. but it you can really do some great things on the app if you're looking to do some stuff. So hit me up. Wow, Jay. Yeah. So you know, Jay talked a lot about this medical background. <clears throat> so if we could go back to that for a second. Yeah. Because here we were ready, prepared to ask you, you know, talk to us about leaving the medical profession and why it was important for you to go into this entrepreneurship field. Yeah. But it sounds like you have not left. Well, yeah, no, I mean, oh, I'm oh, you did. Much left. <laughs> <laughs> it did sound like I know my friends. He left <laughs> because that was a big thing for you. You know, a, a lot of your close friends, and we talked about this in depth. Oh, you sure didn't switch one, do baby? You know, like oh, we know a certain there's a certain check, you know, with the medical foot, and there's a certainty to getting that check. You know, you you've been doing this, you know, taking a step to do our own thing, taking that leap of faith. And we all, his close friends say, hey, you, you ready to do this? You ready to step back fully from this side that you know you can do? There's a guaranteed money. Yeah. Let's talk about that for That's a second. Yeah, I mean, I actually, my, my nails just screw back on my right hand because I chewed them all off. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, it, it, you know, sometimes it, it's, I really ask myself, like, <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah, yeah. And then more times than that, I say, Congratulations. Mm. Congratulations. For Come taking on. that leap of faith. Absolutely. In yourself. It was really a leap of faith in yourself. It's, it's scary as shit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even talking to my partner sometimes, um, Melvin, I say to him, like, I don't know, like, uh, I'm looking in the future and I'm a planner. So I'm looking in the future Absolutely. and I'm like, I need to make, make some changes, make some decisions. And and I think that's what entrepreneurship yes. is. Yes. And mm. I think that is the fear, right? Mm. I'm looking in the future and I see, oh my gosh, if this doesn't work like this and this and this, how in the hell yeah. am I going to reach this goal? Mm -hmm. And and I think that is how we find the win mm -hmm. is by allowing our faith in ourselves and our abilities and the things that we know that we can do to open doors. And, and even if the door doesn't open, maybe a window might. Mm. You know what? And, and I'm all right with a window. I'm all you right know with what? You talk, you talk already. The doors <laughs> of the church word. are open right now. <laughs> Let me tell word. you something. That's there is word. That is a word. Yeah. But for the people who necessarily, necessarily didn't understand or know your, your medical background, for you to take that leap of faith, what was it all about for you? having this journey to entrepreneurship. 
What was I, it really all about? Yeah. I mean, I really wanted to take a chance to to try something different. I mean, I think we all like, especially black people, you know, we we live our lives in a space where, you know, our parents and people around us and even ourselves, especially, you know, people who are LGBTQI, mm-hmm. I feel like we oftentimes um, want to be successful yeah. in some way, right? We are trying to reach some goal and we want to make that thing happen. And especially when you're, when you're dealing with a career, you want that thing to shine. You yeah. want to show, you know, make I went, people proud. Yeah, I, I did yeah. this education. I paid this money. I'm paying this money for this degree or whatever you're mm-hmm. doing. And you want to yes. make people proud, make yourself proud about that accomplishment. But I think also there comes a point where you have to do the things that really make you tick, that really make you feel good. And that's a risk, right? Because we jump out there to just hope. But you know what? I think that's where the win is. Mm-hmm. When you really take a risk and the shit look crazy to you. Like, I don't know. I can imagine. Yeah. You get a check every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Imagine that's I certainty. get one for a month or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That type of uncertainty brings <laughs> so much uh, anxiety and and you feel really low at mm-hmm. times. And I think um, something like this, when you are trying doing a podcast and doing something really amazing mm-hmm. and you, you're just pushing to get to that next level. Yeah. And I think this is just like that. And, and being able to be in a space where I could enjoy some of my passions mm-hmm. as my job, uh, that that's was my goal. And that's really kind of how it evolved. I wanted to do something different and try and go from there. That's really it. And so you, you're a Southern native. No, um, I'm from the Midwest. Oh, yeah. you're from the Midwest. Yeah. Originally. I don't know why I have a Southern native here. Yeah. So when did your journey in Philly begin? Right. Um, I've been here just about 20 years. 20 years. So yeah. I feel like Jeremy has been able to see the club scene evolve. Oh, definitely. Oh, absolutely. Being as though that you've been here for 20 years. How would you say it's changed since you've been here? Well, I mean, one of the big things, you know, with promoters or anybody doing mm-hmm. an event, I, I want to say one of my favorite parties of all time that I still log as one of my favorite parties of all time. Shout, shout out to Simply Christopher. Shout for, out to Chris. For shampoo. Yo, we were just talking about shampoo. Let them know for people who are not from Philly, We were just talking about shampoo the other Let them know for people who are not from Philly. Please speak right into that camera right that here. Let them know. The Spring Garden used to be there. Ever. It was. Ever. It was. Um, I have some of the best memories of my life. Yeah. Especially literally. Yeah. At shout that out part. to Chris Hunter. <laughs> so shout out to Chris Hunter. Yeah. Uh, uh, Simply Christopher yeah. for uh, First yeah. Friday at uh, Shampoo. Yeah. It was an amazing that time. That was a time and it was jam-packed. Yes. We had a huge uh, space. Yeah. People came from New York. Everywhere. D.C. I say he was the starter. He started First Fridays, period. Yeah. yeah. Like no one was doing First Fridays. I'm thinking like 2006. Was it before then? Oh, yes. It was the, It was rough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially because... Chris, uh, Chris had used to have a party. It was something Palace, and it was on North Broad Street. Um, and that shit was in the house. I remember going to that party. Listen, we all went because it was an open bar. It was a it was an open bar. It'd be fights and shootouts, but baby, the music was good, and he was gonna have a good time and a good. So we went. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh one of the 
the parties that I think was uh, monumental in the you community. You still remember that? Are parties oh, yeah. still memorable like that? I mean, okay. some are, you know, definitely in everything I do, I feel like it's memorable. <laughs> Big Purr. Hello. Big But I feel like that was a space in the world, in time, that was just different in party. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we we just had no holds barred. Like, we were just Ooh, ready free. to go out and yeah. be free. I mean, really my shirt were. was off. I promise you probably every time I <laughs> shirt was off because I almost do it now, but especially then. I'm off. But as soon as I came in, off, off my yes. side. Um, and uh, it was just a really amazing experience. And I feel like, you know, spaces... Mm-hmm. So this is the thing that people don't know that promoters deal with often, in my opinion. Um, trying to find spaces is never an easy thing. You have yes, to, talk to the people. Please educate everyone. This is somebody's going to benefit from this. Yes. Sorry. You have multiple, multiple meetings, multiple emails, multiple phone calls to just get one event. And sometimes shit falls through. And sometimes it After all those multiple meetings, multiple phone calls, multiple... Multiple. It sometimes it falls through because we can't come to a con- consensus. We can't come to a deal. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. And so you know, here in Philly, uh, in particularly, you know, some like shampoo. That space is gone. It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. It's, it's, just a, it's a, there. It's a, is it anything? It's in an there? apartment or condos oh. or something like they. You know, spaces become exactly limited. Yeah, it does look it's exactly the same. <laughs> I guess they said they changed it on the inside, y'all. Man, working like, on the inside. On, see, it's working on the inside, not on the outside. You know, sometimes space is space is limited. Finding um, spaces that are not in center mm-hmm. city um, as well, like that is kind of becoming a thing um, in Philadelphia yeah. specifically. Um and getting a deal that makes sense. And ironically, mm-hmm. even when you're talking about black, gay people, mm-hmm. we drink more than most people on earth, I feel like, gay people in general. Um, but then when you get a black- And I'm sure there's house, history and reasons to that. Yes. <laughs> I'm absolutely sure. Um, but you want to make sure that people are getting a quality drink. Like these things are going to me. You want to make sure that people are getting a quality drink, that they're not paying astro- astronomical amounts uh, for these drinks. Like all this stuff is involved in the planning of an event. Um, and you hope that the things happen that you plan. Um, but it can be it can become a thing because you've seen a lot of transition, you know, with the Philadelphia yeah. club scene, um, a lot of evolution too. So I want to tell us where do you think Philly shines as far as that particular space? And now you're on you're on this side now. Yeah. So where do you think Philadelphia like really shines? Well, um, I want to say shout out to Level Up Bar and Lounge, which is uh, owned by uh, Ken and Keenan. Um, they're doing a great right job. Now, we are one of the only guys. spaces in America that has a Black-owned LGBTQI. I'm sorry, say that again? We are one of the only cities in America that has a Black-owned LGBTQI. Are you saying? No, I didn't know that. One of the That's only major. cities in America. Over and Absolutely. 
We are we are one of the are only you over Atlanta? LGBTQ. Oh, yes, absolutely. So, so those are black spaces, but they're white owned. Well, they're white owned. They ain't really black. They're black spaces when they make them black spaces. Yes. Oh, for the night. Yeah. The gotcha. Night. Right. Right. Or gotcha. for the for the series, they may have an event series. Gotcha. Um, but level is, up. You pull up Monday night, Wednesday night. It's is the black. same gay black bar. You're going out. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got so that. shout out to I them. Yeah. Shout out to. So that is another thing about our spaces and having opportunity and having other spaces for us, which is a big goal for me. You know, I'm definitely going to open something. It's definitely coming. Speaking what it will be out on the Oh, it's, it's done. It's absolutely done. It didn't happen in the process that I'd hoped. Um, I was working on some things uh, prior to mm -hmm. COVID Fuck and COVID. Uh, they didn't quite pan out <laughs> like I wanted, but you know, things happen and absolutely. you know, I was definitely down about that, but you know, I know that I feel it. I know it's going to happen. How it's going to manifest itself is not the life that you desire is the life that you deserve. Mm. It is yours if you if you want it. Get that <laughs> on the shirt with the light under it. Okay, um, that's a new shirt. Okay, come on, springtime. We got the new shirt. <laughs> 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 All right, we got it. We got it. It's the life that you desire right. is the life that you deserve. <laughs> and then speaking about you know manifesting, you know, I want to. We we can't talk about this conversation without talking about collaborative efforts. We're looking about the Philadelphia scene. We look about people. You got the party over here. You got a party over here. You got a party behind this corner and behind this alley. Yeah, because Why? we're thinking like when we go to Pride, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're kind of sometimes thinking like, why don't we see more, more collaboration? Is that I think that's where you're going. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, so because you are on the inside, I expect to know some inside shit. You know, so um, why why isn't it happening? Why isn't it happening? Everybody wants to shine on their own, but don't you think it would make more sense if we come together? I personally think that. I mean, but like, what's what's the deal? Well, I think I think this is very similar to like, if you will, branding, right? Nike, Reebok, Adidas. You know, they all have their their space mm -hmm. in in the shoe community, and I feel like. Partying is the same in many cities, right? You know, there's a person putting on an event here, here, and here. It's about spaces. It's about where you can get a good deal, where, where how you're creating mm -hmm. those events and all of that. I don't really know why. I'm always open to talk about doing collaborations. I do an amazing collaboration with uh, the main event, Philly, Les Quinims, and Sway Philly called uh, Sweat. And that is a mega, mega summer event yes, that we is. do. Um, and I really enjoy, yes, you know, is. collaborations. I really do. And I would love to do more. Um, you know, I've reached out to some to some other folks. And, you know, it just doesn't always pan out. It's right. just kind of how it is. And I feel like, again, you know, it's a branding thing. People want to, you know, stick to their brand and they know what they're going to do. It might help your brand. Agree. When you link up with somebody. Agree. Yeah, because we're thinking, like, even with us. Right? Get into it, Eric. Like, I'm just using us as mm -hmm. an example. We we figured when we came together, we collaborated on this platform. It was kind of like, oh, I get to meet Tony's audience that I probably wouldn't have been exposed to, mm -hmm. and vice, vice versa. Yeah. Bringing the people together. Um, and so that's kind of like what we thought about mm -hmm. when, when we thought about how collaboration can be beneficial. And it seems like in Philly, it's more every man to himself. Yeah, I think I think it 
I think it looks more like that than it actually kind of is. I think there are, you know, people who have, uh, you know, certain kind of relationships with other folks that they want to maintain those collaborations with those people. It's about trust, you know, money's involved, you know, mm-hmm. contracts, it's it's things that are involved. There's a lot so, going on behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we don't really see from a social perspective. Correct, correct. That's, and that's important, and that's why I'm glad you're here to, to yeah. bring that perspective. Because we see things as mm-hmm. party goers, as patrons to these events. Absolutely. We have our opinions. Um, sure. we, we definitely want to get into some of those opinions and get you in Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. but having you here will we'll bring some perspective to some of these Absolutely. things. You want to get into some of that? Yes, you know, because you, you spoke about the premier black and gay, you know, bar, you know, up here, right here in Philadelphia. Level up. Um, level up. Yeah. Gonna, you know, level up is, you know, if you, you need to know what the what it's called again, it's going to be right here, right here. Level up. That's why I have my um, party. <clears throat> yes, your party. Speaking about your party, <laughs> I want to know the differences between these black establishments and the white establishments. Because um, I took a personal stand. I used to go out on karaoke on Thursdays. And they started charging on Thursdays, you know, to get in. And I guess, you know, karaoke is a, is a hot night. And I said, oh, no, no, no. We're paying $5 to get in here. I said, when it was free. I said, I'm not I'm not paying $5 just to sing again. I said, I, I'm done. Just to sing again. I said, I, <laughs> I said I'm done. And I said, you know what? Because it used to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm not paying five dollars to sing again. I'm not. I'm not doing. And I, I, I was going for like a month and a half before I came back to level up. You really were going. I was at absolutely. You was hot. I said they, they charge another fucking fee. And so we look at if Fridays is a fee, Saturdays is a higher fee, and Sundays is a little lower. What's is it the same at these white clubs and these establishments? Because it's, what what is it? Is it about the money? I want to. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I can't speak to their their business model and, and what they're doing. I I just know we do great work together. So I I don't really know where that came from, or I didn't even know they were charging. I actually really enjoy. Uh, well, because you know, you want to be elites. I mean, no, no, no. You're, no. You're, they you're, charge you're, me. Trust you're me. Elite. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to y'all. You, but, you know, no, no. I mean, you know, I definitely will pay my way or whatever, but. I, the bars you're going to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cover. depending. You're used to that. Yeah, I mean, it depends. I, I didn't okay. actually know that they were charging, but I mean, See, you know, he's so far removed, he don't even know that they charge on Thursdays. <laughs> they charge on Thursdays? See, See I think if you get that after a certain time. Uh-uh, you you can get there. Well, oh, okay. well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, listen. I'm not sure. I've not been there on the Oh, I was how They put a fire up. This well, is the know, new charging dates. What is it? Oh, okay. Boy is charging $30. I'm going to say $40. At the what time? No, and what night? night? They don't just charge Every night? No, they it don't. It can be as high as 60 to $80. Yes. Lord. To get yes. Oh, well, that answers the question. That's what we're trying to figure out yeah. is what are the black establishments doing compared to some mm-hmm. of these other establishments? Do they lose money? If they don't charge to come at the door, but they could be making more at the bar, like you said, we drink, we do, we do drink a lot. So, like, what is it about? If I'm gonna pay a fifteen, twenty, thirty dollar ticket, I'm expecting maybe I can get a drink taken when I get in there. <laughs> but the club is not charity though; it's a business. So you got to keep it like someone that you pay tax on. Yes, and they're all on that. Can't so. expect to get these type of things. The spaces for free because that's how they go out of business. And it's supply and demand. We got Correct. enough people, so if you don't come, they're gonna come. The other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure of that. But they got enough people, but they ain't got enough space sometimes with these estates. <laughs> you 
See what I'm saying? I'm not talking about, I'm just talking about any space. I'm talking about any space, you know? But And it says something in that, in that, and you know, there's something to be said about that, right? Our only black, the only black owned space in, in the country, it sounded like, mm-hmm. that we what? have this small space. We have it and we are appreciative of it, but maybe it is something to be said, you know, and hopefully conversations like this, level up, keep doing a thing, throwing parties, we'll have more spaces. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's the that, that's the goal, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I know we gotta support um financially. Yeah. And we gotta we gotta support in numbers. We gotta show up and fill these spaces as well. Before we close out, Jeremy, I wanted to know, so recently, um, speaking about the collaborative efforts and the party promotion DJ space. Um, it was a passing and with somebody who was very well known in that area, Mr. Frank Watson. Yeah. A very well known party promoter in New York. Um we stand on the shoulders of people, you know, who have been before us. And were you affected by that in any did did you know Frank in any capacity? I, I mean, did. I did know Frank. Uh we definitely weren't close per mm-hmm. se, but I did know him. We uh exchanged quite a few times in, mm-hmm. in conversation just about business and just you know i've been to uh, the dl uh where he had a major party on sundays mm-hmm. it was amazing it was really really good space um actually i appreciate frank in many other ways because i actually met my partner at his party wow, wow. Oh. With the Check one that's that in this room? The one that's Mel- in this room. Melvin, are you serious? Look what at that smile on his face. Yeah. Oh, my God. Five years ago, wow. uh, I was. I took a trip to just get away. I was working, of course, in the hospital, and I had a crazy week, and I went to New York City to just get away and went to the Sunday day party and met my partner, and mm. who is now my partner five years later still. And um, it was... Uh, so, Frank... Even though he didn't know this per se, he was a big part of my current relationship and the love of my life. And and part of that was, um, you know, something that he created Mm -hmm. um, helped to funnel me together. He touched a lot of people's lives in a lot of different ways. I didn't know him personally, but even his passing, for someone who didn't know him personally, I could tell how he impacted the community. He definitely did his thing. In New York, um, I think he was from Arkansas, and he just kind of made his his way in, uh, in New York City and did a great job. So, shout out to Frank. May you rest, rest in peace, Frank. Yes. Okay. Yes. And all the promoters. Yes, and yes. all the promoters. You know, um, this space, another yet collaboration. And, you know, we're going to talk about business after this, too. Oh, yeah. Um, because we want to work with you. Well, we are we're going to work with you. Let's do it. Okay. Yes. I'm going to put that out. Um, it's out. It's out. <laughs> the it's cat out. is out the bag. Hello. Meow. Okay. Well. Um. But we that that is our segment. That is our episode with the fabulous Jay Latte, <laughs> Jeremy yeah. Taylor, and we love you so much and thank you so much for being here. I love you back. And y'all already know we will put Jeremy's contact information in the episode notes so you know where to find him. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all for listening. This has been a great episode. Another great episode yes. of Hunger Pot Live with Eric and Tony. World peace. See y'all next week. Woo! <laughs>